When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And welcome to the Rangers Rebel Podcast. It is the Monday Night Forum on the eve of our Champions League qualifier against their vets. Um, can Michael Beale and his men uh, get the results needed to get us through to the playoff round? We will play the PSV Austin Graz. We shall see. Uh, joining me tonight uh, is Mark and Lewis. How are we doing, gents? We okay? I'm not bad. All now. good, mate. All good. How's yourself? Listen, champion, yeah, looking forward to this tonight. As always, on a Monday night, we need your calls. It's uh, 01416287237. You see the banner at the bottom of the screen. When it starts rolling, there it is. Yep, pick up the phone, get involved. Uh, we'd like to hear from you, as always. Not just in the comments as well, but if you could pick up the phone, that would be absolutely brand new. Um, yeah, listen, we uh, we are on the eve of, 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 of quite a big game for us. Um, listen to Michael Beale, um, Mr Negative, there we are. Um, listen to Michael Beale before I came on. Obviously, he's done his presser when they've touched down in Geneva. I don't know if they've had a wee training session on the pitch or what, but um, yeah, let's let's start there. I think that's probably the best place to start. Michael Beale really confident, saying that we're going to play a, a you know an, an attacking style of play. We're not coming, Mark, to hold on uh, to what we've already got. Yeah, I, I I only caught a wee snippet at a, at a press conference, but I, I'm all for it. But a bit of confidence, you know how I roll. Um, you need to, you need to, you need to bring it to win it. So I'm all for it. As I said, confidence breeds confidence, as far as I'm concerned. And um, to be to be fair, what I've seen, I don't think we've got anything to fear for this month. I really don't. So as I said, all guns blazing. Let's uh, finish the job and move on. Lewis, it's certainly the right approach, right? We don't want to go there and, and defend sort of against anyone at this stage of the competition. Um, I don't think Rangers should ever. Look to do that. I mean, it's just not in our DNA. Maybe under our Walter, we had a, a wee slight bit of that to try and get success away from home. But other than that, Rangers should always have an attacking DNA in the style of play that we want to produce. And Mark's totally right. That, that this team, um, I think, are at a level below us. To be honest, I think if we play our our standard, we should breeze past us quite quite comfortably. Um, and I'm quite confident, like Mark said as well. I, I agree with most of what Bill saying. Um, I like the way he's talking about how we're going to set up and how we're going to play. So, aye, confidence and for once, not living up to my reputation. 
Yeah, listen, I, I like the positive positivity for you, for you, Lewis. You wear it well, mate. Uh, Martin's brought that, that, that comment up to prompt me for the old like and subscribe because I forgot it last time we are on. So, as always, I do like and subscribe. Um, it means a lot to us and obviously pushes the show on. Uh, if you're enjoying it, um, get a like. If you're not, then, you know, tell us why not um, in the comments. That'd be great. Um, yeah, Mark, it, it, interesting as well. Michael Bills had drawn on past European experiences. We have done really well away from home in Europe over the last couple of seasons. Tomorrow night uh, could be a, a really hot atmosphere. I mean, I mean, temperature, not just in, um, in, in you know, hostility. Um, what's your what's your thoughts in terms of how we're going to sort of combat that? Yeah, there's a lot of lot of new players in there, but do you know what? There's a lot of um, there's a lot of uh, players that have been there, done it, seen it. Seen, seen big atmospheres in Europe, so you'd like to think that um, the 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 kind of older guard, so to speak, are going to are going to uh, get run about the the new guys and, and tell them what it's all about. But listen, all these boys are professionals. Played in Serie A, played in uh, Holland Division, played in France. So, I mean, all these boys shouldn't be really be scared of yeah thirty thousand. Is it? I think it's twenty or thirty thousand. Is it? They're, they're staying close to thirty. So. I mean, realistically, I don't think any of them should fear um, uh, that kind of atmosphere. I know that obviously the fans that they brought across um, last week they they made quite a good noise as well. So, but I don't think I can't see I can't see them um, freezing. It's not like it's going to be a white hot atmosphere. Um, and you'd like to think that big stage, European stage, everybody watching, all the cameras there. This is the reason they came to our club. Time to go out and perform, as far as I'm concerned. Lewis, this is the, the, the second time that um, Servette have stole, sold out their home ground. Is there a, a, an argument to say that they might be the ones under pressure having not played in that atmosphere on their home ground for you know so many years? Well, not just that. I mean, they need to win. Like Bill said in, in his presser, the home team, um, they, they need to, to win. They need to score more than us to, to have a chance of winning. Rangers don't need to go here and win. It's no necessary for us to pass through. Obviously, we, we don't want us to set up like that. We'd like a bit of attacking there. No, I, I would say the pressure's definitely on Servette. The only bit of pressure we, you would maybe hinge on Rangers is that we are slightly the expected team to go through. But other than that, um, I think all pressure's on them. And hopefully, having the the fact that they need to come out gives us a bit more space and a bit more opportunity to to get them on the counter because that was non-existent in the first tie. I mean, we played against ten men, but to be honest, there wasn't much difference in the style when they had eleven men or ten men. So I think it will be a bit of a more open game, and it should suit Rangers. Well, listen, I'll, I'll stick with you on that point actually because the manager did say. Um, that he's got enough in the squad to attack attack quick into these spaces. However, if the game's going to be played in the middle, we're going to have to problem solve. What do you, what do you make of that? Um, well, I think Rangers, any time I've ever watched Rangers, the, the middle of the park has been the, the most crucial point of the team. It's, it's the catalyst for how, how we're going to play. I think it gives the defence confidence that there's there's a bit of protection and a link between them and the attack, and it gives the attack confidence that if they want to be a bit risky and try things, that they're not going to get hounded because you've got the likes of uh, Ryan Jack and Nicholas Raskin there to mop things up, and Sifuentes as well, who by all accounts had a very good performance against Livingston. Um, I was able to catch the full game on the highlights, so I can't say with much confidence on that, but... 
it sounds positive. I think Raskin's been a bit quiet the last couple of games, but we know what he's capable of. And Ryan Jack, I think, is going to take up the role that Stephen Davis maybe had a season or two ago, where he might not play every game, but he'll play every important game. Because I think that that's the type of player he is. He's he's turning into a bit of a Mr. Rangers for us. Um, and he's he, he was outstanding in the last leg. So I'm looking for that to continue. And I'm sure the wee man in the middle, the wee Belgian, I'm sure he'll he'll have a, a good game as well. So the midfield's looking good for me. Well, Mark, actually, let's stick with the midfield then because we saw on Saturday, Sifuentes uh, gets his full debut. Uh, Raskin stays in and, and obviously Cantwell as well. That's an interesting trio. You throw Ryan Jack into the mix, someone's got to miss out. Oh, I nearly done it, nearly done it with mute on there. No, you, um, no, you, know. you reminded yourself, and I love that. That's 10 yeah, points, well yeah. done. <laughs> so, yeah, massive, massive headache as far as I'm concerned. And do you know what? It's a headache that we've not had for years. Years we've not had a headache like this. Um, it really depends on what he's looking for. If he's looking for something, something to kind of solid base to work on, but even at that, I think that if you play if you play the three in the middle, i.e. Jack, Sifuentes uh, and Raskin, it's quite a solid base. It's quite tenacious, that. It's quite... Um, they're, they're going to bite any tackles and they're going to win balls and stuff. So, for me, that, that could work. And what you do is you put Cantwell up one. So, then you get to the stage where do you play Lammers or Cantwell? Or do you play them both and play Danilo? Or do you do... Dessers, Danilo and Cantwell and drop Lammers. So it's a really good headache to have. It really is. Um moving forward. I, I, I really don't know. To be fair, I, I wouldn't want to I wouldn't want to try and pick because there's going to be somebody that's going to be disappointed. Um but good headache to have, as I said, we've not had that for a long, long time. Um and we look really strong in that midfield area. Really strong. Uh, I mean you've not even you've not even mentioned Dowell in there. Dowell come on, scored a screamer. Um Looked apart as well in that kind of further forward role as well. So there's there's hundreds of options there, and it's absolutely fantastic. Now, as I said, we've known that for years, so, and and it's quite exciting, really. And as as this team progresses and we, as we get better uh, week on week, then it can only can only benefit, especially when we're on a strong bench as well. No, it's, 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 and it's right that you mentioned Kieran Dell as well because I thought he was really good when he came on. He's I think he showed well in, in most of the games. Uh, I know not many showed well at, at Rugby Park, so it's interesting that, that he gets um, a look in as well. It, I'll come back to you, Lucy, as well. You know, Sifuentes may drop out purely based on the fact that he started on Saturday. Do you think that was with in mind that Ryan Jack would come back in on Tuesday? Um, no, no, necessarily. I actually tend to agree, but I see some of the comments. I think Mark said it as well. I think... Um, Bill might go with the three of them, i.e. Raskin, Jack and Sifuentes. And I think Dessers, I know you don't want us to mention the big man, but I think he, he might drop it and he'll go with Lammers and Danilo and play Cantwell just in behind them and then have the solid base at midfield. I think it gives you a bit more security whilst also having a bit more verve going forward because you could just have Jack there to mop everything up and either side of him you get Raskin and Sifuentes to progress the ball forward to the attack. So I think that's probably what we'll end up doing. I think Kieran Dill's unlucky to miss out. I don't think he's done quite enough yet to, to uh, overset Raskin quite yet. But his positive signs, he looks like a very good player if we can manage to keep him fat. I think that's been the story of his career, that he's, um, his injuries have maybe plagued his ability a wee bit. 
Um, so I, for me, I think I would go with Sifuentes, Jack and Raskin and then just play Cantona a little bit further forward. Excellent. Listen, don't forget to get your calls at 0141-628-7237. Uh, we've had a late call up into your squad tonight. Um, James is waiting in the wings. He's coming off the bench. James, how are we doing? All right, lads. How are we? Oh, listen, all the better for seeing you. Um, you got the call and you've, you've stepped up. You need to put in a good shift. First 10 minutes, let them Aye, know you're mate. there. No, that's carry on. Aye, mate. I'll do what John Lundstrom does, mate, for Lewis. <laughs> so I'll come to you then, James, as soon as you're straight in then. Um, the talk at Kieran Dowell, I'm going to sit play devil's advocate because I know he's been playing playing well when, he, when he's um, been sort of given the opportunity. However, the, the good performances off the bench sort of go against you in the sense that you become someone that can be relied on off the bench. I think it is one of the things, mate, isn't it? You know what I mean? You've seen the same way. You know I mean? You can go back years ago with Solskjaer. He didn't really have the same impact when he started uh, games. But for me, mate, I've, I've been crying with man. Kieran Dow's an absolute great player. Absolute fantastic player. And I, I, I took it for Mark. Obviously, he was obviously speaking to a few guys um, Norwich season ticket holders and says he was technically better than uh, Cantwell. And obviously, I went with that. And he, 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 he was a player that I've been obviously shouting about, mate, uh, since he started. And, I've just obviously, um, he's going Saturday was just top draw. And why for me, mate, he's like me, um, he might be my player of the year now. <laughs> Have you had the haircut, James, for this? Yes, mate, aye. Here we go. Brilliant. Had it done on Saturday, mate. Oh, when's it getting it finished? Hey! Uh, <laughs> uh, well, well, we're sorting out um, uh, the the presser. We've got we've got our first call tonight. Mark's waiting. Mark, how are you doing? Welcome along. How are you doing, guys? Aye, brilliant. No bad. How are you? I'm good, thanks. Still enjoying the show at the moment. <laughs> what's your push your point to the guys? At the point was, I, I don't know how what the guys would feel. I, I would would like if we would start a couple of the guys that came on at sub at the weekend like Matondo and maybe Seema on the right hand side we just looked far more dangerous we had players on the ball who were quick could pick the ball up and then drive forward at defending teams and I would expect to yet to maybe play a bit more attack minded but I don't think they're going to be throwing bodies forward and I think they looked far more dangerous trying try to drive forward at teams rather than us passing in front of them. Because I thought, well, what were the guys maybe thought of p- picking them in front of maybe some of the, the slower players like Lammers? Well, Rangers Rabble, Mark, we'll come to you with that one. I don't think Matondo's in the European squad, so he couldn't play, but what about um, the likes of Seema? Well, there's a shout for Seema. He, he came in because of his pace, got, a wee, got his first goal, got off a mark, should have a wee, um, a wee confidence boost. And it just shows you what happens when you play players in their in their their, their favoured position. Um, same as Matondo. Matondo looked. I mean, I think all of us took a step back and went, "Wow, Matondo, what happened there? Who's he?" Um, it looked as if it looked as if they'd sent his his, uh, his evil twin brother for for last season, and I think the real one appeared. Um, but Seema is a shout. I think that there's two ways of looking at the game, uh, and I think um, Bill came out and said it that. Um, they're not here to try and hold on to what they've got. So, if that's the case, I don't think he's going to go with pace. I think that if you're if you're going to pack a midfield, I uh, play three at the back, put more in the middle, 
maybe maybe look to hit him in the counter, then that's that's an option for to bring pace in and, and bring uh, Seaman. I think Seaman will come off the bench. I don't think he'll start. Um, I think it's just a case of I think we've got too too many good options in there. Um, the wide the thing about about wide players. I like a wide player. I was a wide player myself. Um, I, I was a winger, believe it or not, back in the day when you really did have wingers. Um, and I'll always advocate for a winger. I'm a, a fully fully paid up member of that uh, that union. So I like wingers. But do you know what? I'm 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 happy with the way things are going, the way this team's progressing. I think that with the likes of even Danilo, he's he's coming out, he's drifting out wide and coming back in as well. So. I know that everybody's getting hung up and we look we look narrow, we look narrow, we look narrow. But um I I, I said to somebody today, believe in the process um and see see where it takes us. I think that Bill's got a plan. Um I think we played we played narrow with um uh, under Gerald, um played with two tens. Nobody ever mentioned that. I know that we're we're uh, two fullbacks are, are meant to be wing backs now, so they're meant to give us our width. So as long as they can get up and down the park, which probably is is a big debate, but if they can get up and down the park, then we're laughing. We're absolutely laughing. So, um, I, as I said, I believe in the process. I'll I'll wait and see how we progress. Game on game, since we started the season, we've progressed. And and I don't know. There was somebody in the panel mentioned that, didn't they? In the first first game after Kilmarnock, and everybody was all hysteria and going mad, mad and mental, and we were sacking everybody and. Getting rid of everybody because they were all they were all rotten, and all of a sudden we're progressing game by game by game. Um, like I said, I'm happy to see how it pans out. It looks like we have got the option for wingers, which which is fantastic because, as I said, if the narrow doesn't work, we can fly on. Obviously, not in Europe at the moment, but we can fly on Matondo and see my player him wide, and even Scott Wright. He's still in a he's still in the squad as well, so you can fly him on and play him wide as well. Uh, worst case scenario, so. We've got options there, which we never had. We've not had that for three or four years, maybe even more than that. Then you start looking at it. So I'm quite happy to, um, as I said, believe in the process and, and see where it takes us. Colin, Mark, a question for you, actually. Are you seeing progress game on game? How, how are you viewing it? Uh, absolutely a big improvement from the first game. And the first game, we just, there was absolutely nothing going forward creatively. But the second game, we looked a lot better. Still thought in the first half and in the beginning of the second half, uh, we didn't look as if we were ruthless enough in front of goal until the subs came on and then we got a few goals. Uh, so hopefully like I said, we can keep improving. But that's my one big thing at the moment is just being a bit more ruthless in front of goal, including Dezels. He had some good opportunities. He just looks like he's lacking a bit of confidence when we scored seven goals from last year. Uh, so maybe that's why he's not quite firing no cylinders as of yet. But hopefully Lewis, with a couple of goals they might get that wee bit of confidence. Sorry, Mark. Lewis, I'll come to you on that one. Cyril Dessers, um not firing on all cylinders. Um, well, you know, I said this on, on the last pod. Um, and I don't want the, the man above me, the positive followers, to jump down my throat here. So I'll be careful in my negativity. But, you know, I needed to give the big man time. I think Bill is is um, hanging him out to dry, like I said previously a wee bit, because he's, he's very clearly no near 100% fitness. And he's not the player that we paid £4.5 million for. And I think it's unfair on him when there's other options to play 
It's not like what, what we absolutely need to. It's not a Joe Arrivo playing up top situation here. We've got other options. We've got plenty of other options. The guy's played three or four games in a row now. Give him just the more half. We don't need him. He's not a necessary uh, member of the, of the team at this moment just quite yet. So put him aside, bring in, you know, come on, Roof, come on. The, the argument was to, to play him to get him up to scratch. How are we going to get Kamar Roof up to scratch? You need to play games as well. Give him 45 minutes, see how he copes. Or, like I said, go with Lammers and Danilo instead so that you can fit Lammers and Cantwell into the same system. I don't think Dessers is necessary for the Mora, and I think it would do him the world of good and just get him ready for, for the next um, domestic game. Final point to you, Mark the Collar. Does Dessert start tomorrow for you? Uh, no, I, I agree with, with Lewis. I think that he needs to be rested. We've just played Danilo up top uh, and give him a, a game or two rest. I mentioned it in a, one of the previous pods in the comments that I felt that he should maybe be dropping down, maybe playing some, I don't know if he have reserve games or such anymore that he can play in, but doing something, even if it's just on Murray Park or something, just to get some game time uh, and a bit of confidence. Mark, thanks for your call tonight. Appreciate it. Call back again soon, all right? Thank you. Cheers, mate. Thank all guys. All so, some, some interesting points there, James. Um, I know that I know everyone's sort of maybe either on one side of the fence with Cyril Dessas and on the other, but I I, I went at the game on Saturday uh, as yourself, uh, and I kind of felt that when um, Danilo went through the centre, we saw a bit more of him. Um, I, I'm putting my eggs in that basket. The thing is, we're not going to get the Dessas uh, up to match fitness if we don't actually give him minutes. So for me, I would be more concerned if he wasn't getting into the positions to miss the chances, guys. So for me, it's it's um I I do agree with Lewis um and, I, and some of these things that he's saying there. It's obviously we need also try and get fitness in for Roof as well. But for me, they're not going to spend that four million quid um, on a guy like Dessers and no play him. So for me, I do agree with Lewis. I'd have forty five minutes uh, for each of them tomorrow night, depending on how it's going. But for me, the goals will start coming for Dessers. You can see that the guys will up about them, um, and hopefully it will come. Yeah, listen, fingers crossed, absolutely. Um, somebody saying Robert's had it. No, I'll give, I'll give a bit of backstory. My wife's a medical emergency tonight at work. She's nearly took her finger off. She's in a stooky, so Doug was gone daft. I had to go and see what it was, but it's her just coming back in. So I'll jump back on the podcast and I'll speak to her after this. Uh, right, OK, aye. Listen, let's get another call. 01416287237. Mark's kicked us off. Uh, if you want to add to that, then pick up the phone and, and let us know. Um, Shona made a, a good point there, Mark, uh, just saying that maybe... If you do rest Dessers, play Danilo through the middle and maybe let Kieran Dow, Kieran Dow come off one of the sides. Like I said, that was an option. The, the, the beauty of this is that we have got that many different options that we can all sit here guessing, um, which is brilliant as far as I'm concerned. Um, Dow, off, off, it would work. It would really work. Um, you could play Lammers off there as well. Um, you can play Danilo there. You can play. You can play um, Dessers through the middle. So as I said, all sorts of all sorts of um, different different uh, connotations you can you can use there. But it's going to be interesting to see his team his team selection. Um, I think it'll not be far away for the team that started at the weekend there. Um, maybe one or two changes, but I don't think it'll be miles away from that. Um, I think he's starting to build 
in his head, he's starting to build his he's, he's starting eleven. So I think that it's going to take it's going to take somebody coming on and 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 a la, a la Dill scoring a worldie and and doing really really well for that to get back in. I mean, not one of us have mentioned Hadji. Not one of us. Well, I, I, I mentioned I mentioned him on 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 the daily, and, and I did say when I was at Ibrox on Saturday, I saw him sort of warming up and I'm thinking, how's this guy going to get into this team? Because I do think he's a player. That needs to start matches. I don't think he's one you can just give 15 minutes here, 10 minutes there. Um, sorry, I, I can't no bite. Aldo's comment about you know, we forget Dessa scored last week. Aldo, Wilf Marshall could have scored that last week. Um, so I'm not having that. I'm absolutely not having it. And I, I, I said to myself before I started tonight, don't bite with the Dessa's chat, just play it cool. You've got me 23 minutes in. Well, well done. You want to watch. Um, hi, James. Um, we'll come, we'll come back to you on that. You know, Yanis Hadji. Um, do we really, do we really see him still being here at the close of the window? Uh, I would like to think so, mate, because I do think the boys got something to offer in this team. And for me, the morning night's probably the perfect uh, platform for him because I think in European football, I think the guy's absolutely fantastic for Rangers. Um, he gives us something that we don't act that, that we were crying out for on Saturday. He's a guy that will try something. He'll he, he'll keep trying that killer pass for us. I know it's frustrating sitting watching it. That's the kind of thing that we're going to have to live with now. If we obviously, if we're going to keep adding the team, the guy's got a fantastic football brain on him for me, um, and he will try. And, and the thing for me, you'll have a dig for you outside the box, which is something that's been lacking through our midfielders um, this season um, in particular. So for me, the morning night, I, I would actually start adding the morning night. In place of who? No, you've, you've caught me on the, the hop now, mate. Uh, I don't know, mate. That's up to Bill. <laughs> wow. Um, okay, okay. Listen, just just moving the chat on slightly. Um, you know, it, there's been a lot of talk about Bonabarisic, a lot of talk about James Tavernier, which there, there is every week, every game we play. These guys get mentioned in dispatches. Um, Lewis, I'll come to you because you're a man that loves these tactics. Are the wing backs still good enough to play in, in Michael Bill's system? Whether that be a four, in fact, hold that point. We'll come back to that because we have got. Uh, a caller waiting in the wings and apparently he's not happy at all. Alex, how are we doing? You alright? I'm okay, mate. How are you? I no bad, no bad. What's your point for the guys tonight? Right, I just think we're getting a wee bit kind of crazy here. Over the past couple of months, weeks, we've been signing all these guys, Dessers, Lammers, you name it, Cifrentes. If we'd signed Cristiano Ronaldo, We'd just all be on the phone tonight criticising them if he hadn't scored a goal or missed chances and what? Alex, do me a wee favour. Just going to turn your telly down in the background because it's just interfering with the with the, with the reverb there. Um, well, Lewis, I'll come to you. you hey, know, well, there you go. Cheers. Lewis, I'll come to you. Cristiano Ronaldo, if we'd signed him, I don't think he'd be missing the chances, would he? If we signed Cristiano Ronaldo, I would be Go on, Alex. Do you get that? Do you understand what I'm saying? Did you hear that? Sorry. I, I heard it twice because your telly's still on. Um, aye, uh, listen, we, we understand that the point you're making, that uh, if Cristiano Ronaldo was you know, not putting his chance away, then we'd be on his back. But, uh, Alex, this is, the, this is Glasgow Rangers. This is the way it's been for every striker that's ever played for the club. We've got to do what we can under the circumstances, okay? 
we well, have so- to get through this servette game for a start. And we'll tell you something. Please. PSV will be out. PSV will be out to get us for revenge. Mark, I'll come to you in that PSV out for revenge. Is that something that we should be worried about? Hundred percent. Sorry, Alex, that's PSV mob are our right good side. Um, but let's let's deal with a matter in hand at a minute. We've got a big game tomorrow. We need to get through that. Just on Dessels. Now, this is me just getting my chance to speak about Dessels. This boy's just in the door. He's just in the door. He's played three games. He's come out and said publicly that he missed he missed at least two months of the season, the end of the season because of injury. Um he's not had a preseason. Um for me, I think he's doing all right. I think he's doing better than some of the some of the half wits with Charlton's we've had playing for us over the last two or three years. So for me, you need to give this boy a chance. You can't I mean the the this boy's came to a massive club, he's came to he's came to a, a club where the pressure's on. He's he's learning he's learning to play against big ginger guys when they front teeth. They just want to kick lumps at him week in, week out. So you yep. need to give this boy a chance. Seriously, you need to give this boy a chance. Uh, we, we've got two founding members of the Desert Hate Club sitting here. And I, I can't get my head around it. Don't include me in that. I'm saying I'm, I'm defending Desert no, 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 here, by the way. No, Ali, Ali, we're not telling us. It's, it's two of the panel. We'll, we'll let you guess what two it is, right? But for me, Aye. the big guy looks he looks no bad. I think the big guy needs a bit of sharpness, needs a bit of match fitness, and I think he'll come good. I'm totally agreeing with you, Alex. Yeah. I think you're absolutely spot on, mate. Well, thank you for that. I do appreciate it. I just think we should work out our civet tomorrow. Come on, let's be honest. We're going into the Champions League here. I was starting to worry about a game against Servette. Alec, just to come back to you, you mentioned obviously PSV and you're saying we should obviously canter tomorrow. Are you are you concerned about PSV? Yes, I am. I am very much so. For, I've got two reasons for that and I'll come on to that very quickly. Number one, we disposed of them on our way to Seville, okay? Yeah. To get to the final, they will be looking for vengeance without a doubt. Okay, and I don't think we have got the team ready right now to meet that challenge. Look at that! Look at that score against four one. Was it? Yes, it was four one. Yeah, I think it was four one. Managed to catch the last half hour. They looked very, very pacey. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. All I'm saying to you is that I like we're going to get through this game tomorrow if we can. Eh? We might as well pack up and hang a jackets up in the bloody shelves. But seriously, it's the next round that's bothering me. It's what happens after this Savet game. Yeah, absolutely. No, listen, um, and, and, and wholeheartedly... I don't want to sound... Look, come on, I'm no, I'm no defeatist here, mate. I'm Glasgow Rangers through and through, honestly. But I think a wee bit of brawny matter in the brain has to come into this. We have to be well serious said, here, okay? If if we'd if we'd gone into the, the game against Kilmarnock in the first game of the season with the, the same mentality as we're going into this game tomorrow night, would the white McKinnis's team move off the bloody planet? Yeah, no, absolutely, Alex. So listen, just before we let you go, f- f- score prediction for tomorrow night. 
Tomorrow night, 3 0 Rangers. Brilliant. Alex, call back again. It was nice to have you on. Cheers. Thanks for that. Cheers, Alec. All the best, Alec. Listen, Alec makes some, some good points. He's a passionate supporter, but Lewis, I want you to come back in. Obviously, I, I noticed when you were getting labelled into the, the Cyril Dessers hate club that you were sort of chomping at the bitch. So come on, say your piece back to the big fella. Listen, right. Somebody in the comments, right? I think it, it's Scott. It's obviously directed to me about being young. I'm not having this ageist rubbish. I try my best to be as 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 intelligent as possible when it comes to judging players, right? I don't have the same expectations as you guys because I didn't have the the likes of Michael Loudrop and Barry Ferguson to watch on a daily a daily basis. And not once have I ever pegged Serial Dessers as being Lewis, a done Lewis, deal for for no work. Michael Michael played for Barcelona. Oh, Brady's brother Brian. That's, you know that's, that's just going to get clipped. That's how I say that. It's easy to do, mate. We've all done it. Ah, we've all done that's it. It's the same fucking second. Anyway, let yeah. me continue. So, as in Dessers, right, I have been on both sides of the argument. I agree with Robert in the fact that, let's be honest, we can't all be positive polys on here. Call a spade a fucking spade. The guy has not been good. He's been very, very far from good. But also, in fairness, he's no fit. It's the manager's... It's the manager's... Um, prerogative to play him so you can't label him for no working out when he's been played when he's not capable of playing but let's not come on here and bullshit because we're on here to be honest and we're on here to tell the truth and the guy has not been performing so he doesn't deserve to keep playing whether we spent four million or four hundred million on him and like Ali, uh, the caller said if Ronaldo played and he didn't score in one game he would be labeled that he's not performing never mind fucking four games so you need to be able to play both sides. Let's be honest, he's not performing, but is it really his fault? No. So go drop him. You've got plenty to play in stadium. So there's absolutely no reason for it. And the financial side there is, is not a good enough reason to play a player. You play a player based on his ability, not based on how much you paid for him. Jack Grealish didn't continue to play for Man City just because he cost £100 million. Listen, talking of finances, our Christmas fund's going to be flying because you've just put about 1,000 quid in the, the, the swear fund for all the, the, the profanities you used. But we'll let you away, mate. It was passionate. It was heartfelt. We enjoyed it. Michael bloody Loudrup, eh? That's been good. Um, right. <laughs> right then, James. Back on to the football tonight or tomorrow, should I say. He's getting me spinning always. Um, so, Alec, as I say, did make some, some good points. Um, obviously talked about PSV in the next round. I'd sort of wrote down some bits before I come on tonight and just sort of Europe as a whole for the club this season. Uh, a priority for us, or, or maybe not so much this year? I'll obviously say at the start of the season, mate, that Europe would have been a bonus for us. Um, I'd be quite happy getting into the Europa League. For me, I know getting into the league, mate, as we're obviously uh, with a big boxer, I'd be quite happy to get into the Europa League, mate, and go on a run. But for me, the priority is the league and nothing else. Um, we need the league back this year. I don't care about Europe. I don't care about anything else, mate. I just want that league title back this year. Listen, I, I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think there's a, a case for both sides in the sense that um, Celtic are going to be straight into the, the group stages and, and going to be reaping the benefits of that financially. There's an argument there. Do we need to do the same to try and you know, not fall too far, far behind in that regard, Mark? Look, for me... Yeah, I tell you all, it's nothing to do with money for me. Team team on the park is what it's all about, as far as I'm concerned. Um, the 
it's nice. It's nice to have money. It's nice to, I mean, it, it, it helps us bring in players and stuff like that and, and qualifying for Europe um, helps with that. But for me, it's no real about the money. Um, I agree with James. I think that um, I think the Champions League is, is going to be a bit of a distraction for us. For me, the league's the main thing, the most important thing this season. We need to get the league back. Um for me, I think we're levels probably, and it pains me to say it by the way, but I think we're levels Europa League. Um, and if we can get a wee run in that, then that's good. Um, I'm not overly fussed either way regarding it. The league has got to be our priority. Um, Brucey bonus if we um, if we get a wee run in Europa League or even a Champions League, but I'm not really interested in uh, the most important thing for me is this league. So funds, money, all that things doesn't really interest me. How much we pay for a player? See this that people talking about the wage bill, the wage bill. Not I'm not paying it. I couldn't really care less about the wage bill as long as we can afford it. What does it matter? So, so it says for me, league is priority. End of story. Listen, I'm getting caught up in these comments. I'm getting called up, called it as some sort of wrestler and hiker knickers, and pff, that's up. That's too much for me. That's too far. Um, but I that's, keep it that's a picture. Horrible picture. It's no great, is it? Um, listen, 01416287237. If you want to talk football or like underwear, get your calls in, uh, and we'll happily have a chat to you. Lewis, I'll come to you on just on the final on the on the you know Europe as a as a bigger picture. Um, how much is there to be said about playing on a Thursday night, winning, and then taking that into league form rather than what we've seen last season, doing after doing in the Champions League, not being able to shift it. And then carrying sort of a hangover domestically. Listen, I, I'm struggling to, to make any new points because I've obviously made a bit of a, a boo boo there with the the great Rangers player Michael Loudrop. But anyway, um, that look is you should always think about Champions League, even if we're, we're not necessarily good enough, which is, I don't think we are to to qualify the groups. I don't think anybody in Scotland does just uh, based on finances, but you should never think to yourself that we shouldn't be aiming for Champions League. I think Europa League probably is our level. I think we're capable of going deep in that. Um, but it should always be Champions League first, and then we'll 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 take what we can get for whatever competition we end up in. Um, but I, I think uh, we proved that we're capable of performing in Europa League. And like you said, taking that performance from Thursday into Sunday, you know, there's a period of time under Geo where we were playing like 320-minute games in a row and we were winning every single one of them. So there's there's proof in the pudding that, that we're capable of doing that. But no, I think Champions League needs to be the aim and we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens if we're not lucky enough to progress. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, we've got the third call of the night. Gary is waiting in the wings. Gary, welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast. What's your point for the guys tonight? Hey, my point tonight was I think it's vital we get into the Champions League. I think we we obviously we done well on the transfer window, bringing a lot of new faces in, spending a good amount of money. I think that we're well capable of getting into uh, the the group stage anyway. I think in what would happen after then? Because we'll we all seen what happened uh, in the the kind of group of death as I still got, uh, and that that was not great. But then Champions League football has to be a aim as well as the league, surely. James, I'll come to you with that. If I can, if I can take myself off mute for 
Uh, I, I, I agree with that. I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that we shouldn't be aiming for Champions League. I'm not saying that whatsoever. I want Champions League football um, at Ibrox a day. I'm just saying that for me personally, it, it, it's great for the money. It is great for the money. And I want to put a, a few wrongs right, especially after uh, last season's. And I do want to go back in there, um, back into the Champions League. But for me, the priority this year is is the league. And it always is the league. I do agree that we, we should be fighting on all fronts. But my my personal opinion is, if we don't make the Champions League, it's not the end of the world. We've obviously still got to, we can still drop into the Europa League, I believe. So that, for me, we can go on a run in that tournament. And that is what level for me. But the league is uh, the number one priority. Gary, I'll come back to you. Just what I was saying to the, the guys before, but you know how important is is confidence in terms of winning matches in Europe to bring it back domestically? Well, well, I I think if you're winning matches in Europe as well, that that gives you that gives you a wee bit of swagger going into a Saturday game. I and the the whole fitness thing. I'm not buying the whole fitness thing because a lot of a lot of people as previously sat there and says, well, if if you play a Tuesday game or a, a Wednesday game on a Saturday, you've no got to, you you've kind of yeah, the the fitness levels aren't as good. But the whole thing is, uh, I think if you play if you can't play on a Tuesday night or a Wednesday night and a Saturday night, there's something far wrong. Absolutely, Gary. Thanks for your call. Um, call again soon. Uh, the, the calls are flying in apparently, so um, we're going to try and get as many in as we can in the last. Sort of segment of the show, but nice to hear from you. Cheers for calling. Aye, we are the people. We certainly are. Thanks very much. Um, listen again, it's to say we are pretty much divided as a, as a, a support on this, um, Mark, in terms of Europe. Um, do we go into the Champions League, go into the Europa League? Um, we're also going to find out in, in due course. Uh, but I do think there is a lot to be said about winning matches. Oh, hundred percent. Winning matches is is the way forward. Hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, that's what that's what, that's what it's that's the name of the game, especially for Rangers. Um, the European thing. Listen, it's nice. It's nice to win it, and and as I said, it's it's nice to win games and and Saturday, uh, or sorry, Sunday, Wednesday, Sunday, Wednesdays. Brilliant, brilliant to watch us as fans. It's amazing, but that's as I said, maybe maybe next year might be a thing once we've won the league. Um, but priority for me is winning the league. As I said, it's a nice to have, um, and and I'll be over the moon if we if we if we do well in Europe and stuff. But I don't think we we can go another year without winning this league. It's we need to we need to make a, a concerted effort. We need to get him a bloody nose. I think when it's a must this this season. This league needs to needs to uh, needs to come back to Ibrox as far as I'm concerned. Stephen, uh, if you're listening or still watching, give us a phone, 0141 628 um, You know, the producer just missed your call, but we, you know, if you call now, you'll be the next one on, so give us a call back. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe as well, as always. Um, just interesting point there, Lewis Marks makes about a bloody nose. Now, I think last season, did we get 92 points, 96 points? Someone will correct me uh, in the comments. Um, you know, it, it sort of means that maybe this season we're going to have to win, what, 32, 33 games to make sure um, that that's some going and that's a pressure that these guys that are coming in this season and they're there last season, like, we get 92 points and we've still no won the league. Um, that, that'll probably never happened in their career before. Uh, well, I think this is why the, the Kilmarnock game was a bit more a worry than, than um, people maybe made it to be. I know that we don't want to be negative that this early into a, 
um, a rebuild, but you know, one game could be worth nine points in Scotland. It's it's not like every other league in the world where it's just one game is three points because Celtic are only competitors. So if if they go on a run and, and we don't go on a run, that's the league done. Um, so one game is, is, is so much more vital than it is in any other league on the planet. And I think you're right, we are talking near the 100-point mark for, for any title win in Scotland. And if it is near a 100-point mark, then then there's something went seriously wrong. But just to touch on the, the, the points... Hold, 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 hold that thought, Lewis, because Stephen is waiting to come on. Stephen, um, welcome to the Rangers Rabble podcast. What's your point for the guys? Just a wee quick one for you, Robert. I'm phoning up to back up young Lewis here, Mr. Negative as he is. Um, we had a situation with Dessers, the whole Dessers thing. Um, Lewis is right. Dessers is in the inform. We do have options and we've been waiting for so long that, uh, you know, we, we've played Alfie over everybody else. We've got rid of loads of players to keep playing Alfie. I think former and Tavernier are possibly thinking of this, and maybe Goldson to a certain extent. We need to start looking at the football team like we used to have it. For the older boys, which, Robert, you're maybe a wee bit in the middle of that, but certainly Mark and James, they'll remember playing Weed, Hately, McCoyst, and Morris Johnson in the side. Now, Mo Johnson and Ali McCoyst were these boys that banged in the goals, banged them in. But the actual reality was that Mark Hately was going to play every week and one of the two boys was going to play with him. And he was, it was going to be the boy who played the best. That's my point. James, I'll come to you then, obviously, because you can remember these guys, as, uh, as Stephen said. Um, is that how we treat the three that we've got now? Well, I'm comparing the three to the three we've got up front doing it is night and day now for me, mate. Um, again, we can't just also read Dessers off after a couple of games. It's 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 going to take time. You know what I mean? He's not the first. He'll certainly not be the last guy that's come into a, um, a different country and not hit the ground running. Um, you've just got to, for me, you've got to persevere with him. Give, him. give him the minutes to get up to match fitness and the goals will follow with this guy. He's obviously scored goals where he's been. So for me, it's, look, McCoy's taking <laughs> Morris Johnson were absolute great, great goal scorers, world class goal scorers. So to can I compare them to them? I think it's a bit angry. Um But Dessers for me, give the boy match uh, minutes under his belt, and he will come good. Yeah, Stephen, I'll come back to you. Who would you who would you then start then tomorrow night? What's your your forward line look like? I would like to see a start where. Lammers and Danilo up front as a a wide, wide two. Danilo through the front um, and Cantwell in that 10 position. But all I was saying, just, just to reply to James there, um, I wasn't saying that these boys are as good as what Morris Johnson, Ali McCoyst and Mark Haley were. But there was a situation at that time in the team where... These boys, it was either Ali McCoyst or it was Morris Johnson, who was whoever was playing best. And they did play together as well. But Mark Hately was he was the number one for the way that we played at that time. And that was a time that we had options. We had options and these boys were used as options. 
Mark, I'll come to you. I'll come to you. Sorry, Mark. I'll, sorry, I'll come to you on that. Just in terms of of options, it's great to have them. Um, but you've got to make well, sure yeah. you're the players in form. Well, as far as I'm concerned, there's only one person that drops out of that. Um, that Morris Johnson, Alan McCoyst, and Hately ones. Morris Johnson, for obvious reasons. <laughs> Simple as that. Um, no, all joking aside, I joking aside, I, I, I get what you're saying. hundred percent get what you're saying. I think that I think that Beal has brought in Dessers and Danilo to play together. So for me, that's that's the only two that's that's going to be the option. I think Lammers can probably play up there, but I don't think that's his his position. If you look at Seema uh, pre-season, he got flung up there. He didn't look good. Um, bit like headless chicken and now the last game there he's come on played wide scored a goal looked apart playing in the position that he's meant to be playing in position that he's more comfortable in so for me I think if you're dropping Dessers you need to bring probably Roof in um, to, to, to play it as a two rather than rather than um, Lammers so I don't know I just think I think he'll go with Dessers I think I think that he's, he's brought him in He's, he's his player. He, he wants the two to gel together, and I think he'll play him. Um, as long as he's not injured, I think that he, he, he's quite prepared to let him play through this week and a no sticky spell, spell as such, but play through it and get him get him match fit, get his touch better, get himself sharper. Um, and the only way you'll do that is by playing games. You, you can you can play the, the uh, as many bounce games as you want, but you're never ever going to get that kind of match fitness, that kind of competitive match sharpness. That it will come. It will come. We've seen it. We've seen it with players before. So um I've got every faith that that's going to be the case. Um as I said, for me, I think Lammers is a wee bit if you're going to stick him up front as a two, I think it's a wee bit kinda um square pegs and round holes. So for me, if you're going to if you're going to drop Dessers, you bring in Ruth. Stephen, I'll give you the, the the last point here that you know Richie Kirk puts up there. What does Dessers need to do in terms of goals and assists to get past marks this season? What's your verdict? Easy. Score. <laughs> Simple as that. No bother at all. <laughs> Just Steven. score. The, the lad, he's a quality player. He's played in Holland. He's played in Italy. He'll score goals for us. No problem at all. And Danilo will maybe take a wee knock and he'll get in and he'll score. Well, options. It's all about options, boys. Brilliant. When, when he does score 25 by the end of the season, you can back on and tell me, told you so. All right. Thanks for your call tonight, Stephen. Pleasure to have you on, mate. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers, all the best. Bye bye. Just on that, Robert. A couple of the boys have said in the in the in the the, the chat there. Roof's not even in the, the European squad. I forgot all about that. No, so, he's not. Um, it's all right, mate. Um, that's, 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 that's a new point. Dessel starts, as far as I'm concerned. That's not the biggest own goal of the night. You're all right. Um, we need to stop yeah. talking about yesteryears and move forward. Jim Sloan, you know, he's a, he's, he's a sensible voice in all this um, time and time again. Just before we, we, we took that call, Lewis, you were you were going to make a point and I sort of cut you off. So I don't know if you can remember, but if you can, then the floor is yours, my friend. I was just on the 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 whole European against domestic debate. Um, I think that's maybe can run to, to an ages point, and obviously I've made the the, the loud brother mistake. But let's not forget, I wasn't even born when they were playing for Rangers, so um, I can tell you 
who, who plays nowadays, but 25 years ago, I might make a wee mistake. So forgive me on that point. But I think that, that is um, something that maybe the, the, the guys of um, Mer Vintage will, will think differently about. And it's like, I understand that our bread and butter needs to be domestic football and that we need to be the top in Scotland, right? But Europe, European football is just as important. You don't put one above the other. We're Glasgow Rangers. We go into every competition wanting to win every single game. So you look at, for example, the UEFA club rankings, right? Rangers are 30th in the planet, and that's due to some very, very good runs in the Europa League. Celtic are 56th. And if you ask anybody out with Scotland, they probably hold Rangers in higher regard than Celtic just based on that fact in recent history. So let's not just put Europe down as if it's it's a non-starter. If we're in it, we need to try and perform. I just hate that argument that fuck Europe will just win the league. That, that's cool. We will win the league, but we also want to do well in Europe. When we were in fifty-five, we didn't just go. Oh, do you know what? We'll just we'll just bag, bugger off the Europa League. No, we got to the round of sixteen, and that was overachievement for Rangers. That's not just my point. I think that there needs to be a bit more. A bit more respect when talking about Europe. Stop talking about it as if it's just an impossibility that we can win games in the Champions League because it's not. It really is there. And I think that mentality is what pegs down Scottish football a wee bit is that we're, we're lesser than what we are. Listen, some great wisdom there, Lewis. Brilliant. Enjoyed that. Really enjoyed it. Um, listen, we're into the last bit of the show. Uh, there's still time to get yourself on. Probably take one more, actually. 0141 um, speak to the guys. Listen, Lewis is on fire tonight. Um, Mark uh, is his usual self, and, and James looks like he's he's filming on a Tamagotchi. Um, so I listen. Get get involved. Oh one four one six two eight seven two three seven. Um, so listen. Tomorrow night, uh, it's going to be a, 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 a thirty degrees, Mark. Um, blistering heat, packed stadium. Um, there can be no excuses. No, listen, it's not going to be an easy game. It really isn't going to be an easy game. This mob are, are, are not a bad side. They're very, very well organised. And um, if, if Kilmarnock showed you anything, an organised side's hard to beat. Um, but only saving grace, I think, is probably that they're going to need to come out. They need a goal. They need to score. So that hopefully is going to make uh, leave some, some spaces uh, for us to kind of um, exploit. So it's going to be a thing as well. Obviously, that's that's going to drain them as well. But it was it was really warm in the pre-season um, in Germany. So hopefully that will stand them in good stead. Um, I'm not 100% sure. I dare say that they'll probably have water breaks in this game if the, if it's going to be that warm as well. So I think it's up to the uh, sports science mob to um, to try and get them get them um, rehydrated and, and get them physically in good shape to, to, to kind of deal with that heat as well. So... No excuses. Look, this this team are a good side, as I said. It's not going to be easy, but we should be we should be getting through them. Next round is probably another kettle of fish, but hopefully we'll get another couple of games under our belt prior to that. So um a win is what we need. Um, we need to go through into this next section. I think talking about money, obviously I've 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 said about I don't really care about the money and stuff like that, but I, I believe we do get a, a, a five million pound payment if we go through the next round. And so five million in the bank, and then worst case scenario, absolute worst case scenario, we drop into Europa League, we go straight into the uh, group stages as well. So it's a Bruce bonus, um, as well as we're still got Europe. So I said for me, but we need to do the business tomorrow. That's the main thing. Um, but 
by no means this is going to be easy. I don't, I don't really anybody that says this is going to be a walking apart. It is not going to be a walking apart at all. They said so. Fingers crossed. I just want us to start quickly. If we get an early goal, they're in trouble. They'll definitely need to come out, and I think we can exploit them later in the game. If they're chasing the game, we can fly on the likes of your Seema with a bit of pace. So. Listen, Sean has reminded me there, actually, because I did want to talk about Jack Butland. Um, James, I'll come to you on, on the, the Rangers number one. Um, didn't have a, a lot to do at the weekend, but when he was called upon, his concentration was there. Makes two very good saves that I really enjoyed the one he, that he tips around the post as well. Um, showing signs that he can definitely be relied on this season, right? Yeah, I think we've lost James there. Um, Lewis, I'll come to you on that. Um, yeah, the goalkeeper. He, he, he's, you know, there was there was a debate to be had in the summer. Obviously, Robin McCrory showed well towards the end of last season. People were saying he should be the number one. Butlin comes in. He's not coming in without reassurances that he's going to be Michael Beale's um, first pick, and and he's and he's actually shown up really well in the last couple of games. All right, listen, when that um, the McCrory-Butland debate was going on, I was definitely in the camp that when you're getting offered a, a goalkeeper of that quality, you do not turn it down in a free transfer. Um, and I think in the very, very early stages, you know, it's obviously a, a small sample size, he showed up very well. Um, I don't think he, he looks at a place in that, that Rangers jersey. <laughs> so no, I think uh, Butland looks very, very good. He's he's absolutely massive, by the way. Like you see him standing next to the likes of John Sutter and Connor Goldson, who are both like six foot three, six foot four, and he, he towers above them. He's an absolute man mountain. Um and it's nice to see a goalkeeper come for come for the ball. Um that is nay and the the the, uh, the the goals, you know, Alan McGregor would get a nosebleed if he went to the D of the penalty box, so it's nice to see that Jack Butlin's not afraid to do that, he doesn't look too bad on the feet as well, um, and I think he's he's a very good age, I mean nowadays you're looking at goalkeepers could play until they're, they're not a 40, so I, I'm very, very excited to see the rest of the season with Jack Butlin Mark as well with Jack Butlin what I like is he seems to have bought into how it is to be a, a Rangers player, how to be the Rangers goalie, his interactions with the fans are great, especially you know young supporters. I saw, uh, I think it might have been Hoffenheim where he goes to the supports and gives his jersey to a, to a young supporter as well. So we've got James back. Welcome back, James. Um, he's really bought into it, hasn't he? Very much so. Um, he talks really well as well. Any kind of interviews that you've 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 seen of him or, or listened to, he talks really well. He's quite an intelligent guy. But the thing that grips me most about him. His composure, such a composed, composed goalkeeper, composed guy, and that can only breed composure. If you're somebody that's that relaxed and that kind of sure of themselves, when you've got a when you got a defence in front of them, um, that can only breed breed uh, composure through the side. So that seems like a massive, massive part of his game. His his um, distribution with his feet is very good as well. Um, See him pigging, pigging a few, a few passes there, right to guys' feet and stuff like that. Where, whereas McGregor just kind of, he was, he was uh, the old school of goalkeepers that just kicked it as hard as they possibly could, and wherever it went, it went. Um, so it seems to be a very, very, very shrewd acquisition. Um, uh, somebody, somebody said there in the comments, what kind of money would you pay for him? 
Um, obviously, he's got a four-year contract with, with Rangers. Somebody was to come in tomorrow for him. What kind of money would they be trying to pay for Butland? So, I think he's a smashing, smashing uh, acquisition for us. Really, really good player, as I said. And I think he'll go from strength to strength. But I do agree with you. He's, I think he's bought into Rangers. He's bought into the club. I think a lot of them have as well. I think a lot of them are just kind of starting to realise the penny's dropping a wee bit how big this club is. So hopefully they, they can all get to that kind of stage and, and we can move on. Just to answer Stephen's question, those cupboards are just full of lycra. All my lycra underwear is in those cupboards. Um, James, I'll come back to you because obviously you get sort of cut short and we were talking about, about Jack Butland. So, um, you know, as I said before, like, you know, how have you found these performances? Do, do, you, do you think now it's looking like, you know, a safe pair of hands, if you, if you, if you pardon the pun? All oh, right, that I think that's plenty. That's 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 the end of the show. Show stuck in uh, from James. Listen, um, that is uh, um, the, that's going to be the end of the phone. And the lines are now closed. Uh, we're back on Friday with another phone in. Um, just to, to remind you guys tonight as well, the women's show will be out at um, nine pm on the Rabble Director tier on on Patreon. Don't um don't miss that. If you're not signed up to Patreon and you love the content that we're putting out, then feel free to, to sign up there. There's, there's loads and loads of shows. I mean I could list them but I'll be here all night and my I've got my injured wife to go and see you now. So I need to do my bit. Um Mark, thanks for joining tonight. Brilliant to see you again as always. Cheers buddy send all my best to your missus. Hope she's hope she gets well soon. I will do it. Lewis, you have made yourself an, a national treasure tonight, mate. Don't beat yourself up. I thought you put in a brilliant shift. The guys in the comments agree, and you'll come back stronger for for, uh, for your Michael Laudrup conundrum there. Um, brilliant. Thanks for joining us in the comments as well. It's been good to have you. All the calls have been on as well. Brilliant points. Uh, and make sure you call again. Uh, but that's enough for tonight. We'll see you tomorrow for the build-up uh, live, just before kick-off um, from Switzerland. Thank you very much. Podcast Network.